0: Bill O'Reilly here. Friday, July 8th, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening this week in America. The governor of Illinois blaming the mass shootings on the NRA. The White House lists its highest paid people. New York's unemployment rate double the national average. Health experts rank the cleanest cities in America. Also ahead, the message of the day. Update listeners, sound off. But first, Democrat Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker, blaming his state's historic crime wave on the National Rifle Association, said the Democrat, quote, to the NRA, 100% of mass shootings happen with guns. As governor, on behalf of Highland Park, leave us the hell alone. Well, Chicago and Illinois have some of the strictest gun laws in the country. The Windy City reported eight 130 homicides last year, the most in three decades. Prisker has done nothing to stop violent crime in Illinois. The Biden administration revealing its highest paid workers, salaries for staffers are capped at $180,000 a year. In total, the White House employs 474 people. Biggest earners, Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre, Policy Advisor Susan Rice, Chief of Staff Ron Klain. The president himself makes $400,000. That figure does not include another 150000 for expenses and personal travel. The unemployment rate in the Big Apple, rising above 8%, the highest for any major city and double the national average. The rate in Miami, for example, stands at 3%, 4% in Boston, 5% Chicago, The New York City Chamber of Commerce blames the slow recovery on high crime. Just 40% of city employees have returned to the workplace. Violent felonies in the subway up 55% since January. New Yorkers don't want to go into the city. Forbes magazine ranks the cleanest cities in the U.S.A. The towns are judged by sanitation, pollution, graffiti, and vermin like rats. The most pristine places, Charlotte, North Carolina, Tucson, Arizona, Tampa, Florida, Southampton, New York, and number one, Sacramento, California. The dirtiest cities, San Francisco, Chicago, Philadelphia, Atlanta, and last, Detroit. In a moment, update listeners have their say. Right back. by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Listeners, sound off. We do this each Friday. You can reach me, Bill, at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com. If you want to comment on any of my commentary, we would love to hear from you but you have to put your name and your town if you want to correspond with us. First letter comes from Mike in Forney, Texas. Mr. O, do you believe Joe Biden will run the country into a depression? Impossible to say, Mike. We are already in a consumer recession. So by that, I mean that folks who spend money are spending less money because the prices are so much higher. They're pulling back on spending. They have to because many people are going bankrupt with gas and food and everything else going through the roof because of Joe Biden's terrible policies. Will that extend into mass unemployment, which is really the definition of a depression? I just don't know. Robert, Davenport, Florida, watching President Biden mishandle our strategic petroleum reserves and, for that matter, our entire energy infrastructure, I realize that if it were not for the political divide in this country, we would expect a majority of those in Congress to impeach him. Well, there's no question that Joe Biden is doing a terrible job as president. Only 35 percent of the entire country believe he's doing a good job. Okay, 65% know that Mr. Biden's screwing up. If the Republicans take control of Congress in November, which is a good bet, there may be articles of impeachment drawn up against Joe Biden because of the border policy. Yvonne in Parker, Colorado, if Donald Trump runs again, please urge him to stop the mean tweets. You know, I can't urge Donald Trump to do anything. He follows his own piper. Peter in Mobile, Alabama, why is it that the left always has to respond to opposition with vulgarity and name-calling? Hey, Peter, it's not just the left. Let's be fair. We live in a coarse society now. Terrible language, and I'm guilty of that sometimes myself. Is the order of the day. And finally, Tanya Butte, Montana. What I don't understand is Liz Cheney throwing her career away because Donald Trump attacked her father. Trump attacked everybody. Well, it gets personal, Tanya. Donald Trump attacked Dick Cheney, former vice president, and former President Bush the Younger, alienating the entire Bush. Family as well as the Cheney family. You know, Donald Trump has the capacity to be very, very, I don't know what the word might be, but strident. There it is, very strident. And a lot of people take that personally. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by putting it together. Please visit BillO'Reilly.com for honest news commentary. And I hope you consider my book, Killing the Killers, number one for a great summer read. In a moment, something you might not know. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its free fall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. On this day in the year 1099 A.D., Christian knights from Europe waged war, against a vast Muslim army on the outskirts of Jerusalem. The siege would go down as one of the most consequential battles in history. Here is the story of the First Crusade. Beginning in the 11th century, Christians in the Holy Land were being persecuted by their Islamic rulers. In 1095, Pope Urban II called for a crusade to defend the Christians and recover the city of Jerusalem. The response from people in Germany and France was immediate. Three years later, 5,000 mounted knights and 25,000 infantry began the slow march from Europe towards the Middle East. The Crusaders conquered vast sections of Eastern Europe, Turkey, and the Mediterranean coast. Along the way, the Christian army massacred hundreds of Jewish communities in Germany and Poland. After a grueling six-month-long trek, the Crusaders reached Jerusalem. The battle began on July 7th. Within a week, the Christians breached the city's defenses. Tens of thousands of Muslims and Jews were slaughtered. The Europeans had achieved their goal. Jerusalem was in Christian hands, but not for long. In total, Europe launched eight separate crusades to gain control of the Holy Land. Between 1099 and 1300 AD, the region changed hands 14 times. At least 2 million people died in battle. The Crusades would define the global order until the Middle Ages. Religious boundaries were established between Christians, Jews, and Muslims. And here's something else you might not know. The Europeans ultimately lost the Crusades after two centuries of conflict. Beginning in 1291, Muslims regained control of Jerusalem and held the Holy Land for the next 600 years. Great Britain seized the territory from the Ottoman Empire in 1917 during World War I. The land was established as the State of Israel in the aftermath of World War II. Back after this.